0: Contest is the special Iron Man match for the World Wrestling Federation Championship.
1: Oh, deal. It must be our first guest to the uh, Survivor Series special. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Open the door, go and see who's here. Okay. Who is it? Well, let's...
0: I'm Lex Luger, and this is my family. It's Lex. I like to meet my wife, Peggy. Hi. My son, Brian. What perfect Hi. family. And my daughter, Lauren. Thank you, honey. Here in America, lovely, Thanksgiving mm. is a traditional family holiday.
2: And even though Thanksgiving is a primarily a time to give thanks,
0: it is also a time for a family like ours to be together. Is she reading up so a keycard? i think so. To your family, all together. you know about
1: Miss Elizabeth. Ha- Have a
0: happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, thank you, Lex. Oh, that's oh, my bless. Thanksgiving. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. That was lovely, though, wasn't it? Uh, if you insist.
3: Anyway, uh, we hello, go. welcome to the Iron Man Wrestling Podcast, the British Wrestling Fans Survival Guide. Mm. I am the Real Deal, Simon Pryor, and I'm here with the Fallen Angel. Uh, we do not have an old man, Joey. What? Oh, no. oh, sorry. So steady, steady. Yep. Uh so I, I know the, the the crowds are baying for for old Man Joey, but uh, wh- where is he today? Old
1: Man Joey is obviously the most popular um, person on this show. Yes, um, but he's also um, obviously a wrestling legend. So he has gone to. Um, well, he's gotten to uh, back back off with the Iron Sheik, It's the Iron Sheik's birthday, and uh, you know, I don't know if it actually is the Iron Sheik's birthday or not, or whether he just wants to celebrate um, and have a drink. So that's be one that's fun. But we 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 knew that was coming. Um, we yep. couldn't quite get the date to, to film this beforehand, so we um, we pre-recorded yes the, um, the podcast a bit for Old Man Joey, and that will be coming up later with his review. Of Survivor Series 1997.
3: Okay. Now, uh, just before we get into the show proper, I mean, where would you like me to insert that in the edit?
1: Well, we'll insert it um, once we've done. We're going to go chronologically, I've decided. Okay. This, so, um, we'll we'll insert it after we do a review of the Four Doinks match. Happy days. Yeah. That's fine then. Okay, so
3: uh, shall I ring the damn bell? Ring the damn bell. And we're away. So, uh, this is the Survivor Series special, and this is uh, the, the week before the, the uh, 2016 Survivor Series event, so we're going to talk through some of the old historical Survivor Series. Now, we had a, a challenge to, to look through uh, a, a number of different pay-per-views each. So, we're all looking uh, just to recap. We're all looking Sorry, at. Well, that's I was
1: just, I'm just trying to put some bit of audio together for in a moment. So, oh, so I, just, I just got lost. Okay. Yeah, um, so, for so, it, so.
3: so, yeah, we're going through Survivor Series 1987.
1: Teams uh, of Five! Strive
3: to Survive. Yes. My favourite uh, <laughs> tagline for the Survivor Series. Uh, so, that was the inaugural Survivor Series event. Then uh, we had a look at uh, a main event jobber-style uh, match. The four doinks against Bam Bam Bigelow. Teams
1: of four.
3: Strive to not be poor. Get some more. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, we will also look at Survivor Series 1997. Uh, Survivor Series 2003. rules. Yep. Survivor Series 2003. And Survivor Series 2008. So,
1: packed show, we better get going. I know Old Man Joey's In- section is 15 it. minutes long, so this right. probably will go over the hour, I think. Yeah, uh, but you know, let's this, go for it. So it goes, just so you're aware. Uh, so, what we've got
3: first, the uh, initial Survivor Series event from 1987, which, which was created
1: um, purely because. The uh, networks at the time was going to go with WCW pay per view on the um, Survivor Series, and Vince didn't want to do another one, but he just said, "Well, we're not you. You do that, then we're going to drop the network because they were a big pull at the time." Yeah. Um, the networks turned around and said, "Well, offer us something different, and we'll stay with you." Um, so it was a way of stopping WCW or the NWA or whatever it was at the time getting onto uh, um, pay per view. Like yeah, yeah, so there we go. So they came up with this idea, which I'm guessing was largely a let's not do an advancement in many storylines, but let's put on something, yeah, well, let's
3: cram as many people onto the card as we mm-hmm. can and uh, get as many faces onto the card as we can without actually really developing and things any further. I
1: don't know about you, but it, <clears> it just felt like um, not the wrestling. A shoddily put together show. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was all over the place, really. Yeah. I mean, the
3: uh, <clears throat> the amount of dead air as well, which is a crime. There was we, at least fifteen
1: minutes of it oh, yeah, between yeah, yeah. the third and fourth match. It was, That's it, it yeah. Was absolutely mental.
3: And uh, so you've got uh, uh, this dead air and, and everything, and but as far as the rules go, I, I know we had the Texas Death Match uh, a couple of weeks back for the yep. Halloween episode. When you compare the Texas Deathmatch rules with the Survivor Series rules, who do you think explained them better, mm. and which one made more sense to you? For me, it was Survivor, Survivor Series. series definitely. By a long still, distance. after
1: watching the Texas Deathmatch, don't really understand no. the rules. So, yes, whereas Survivor but, Series, you couldn't. That was very painful. With the WWE, obviously, yeah. they a lot of their viewership was children. Yeah. So every year, the Royal Rumble and the Survivor Series uh, explanation just went on and on yep. and on. Um. Every well, sixty
3: seconds what, thereafter, that was a you terrible what was rumble. Happening, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll get on to the rumble stuff in a, in a later episode. Yeah, so uh, on this initial uh, card, we had four matches over the two and a half hours. That which is quite a lot of time for, for yeah you know, for, for the matches. Certainly these days, I mean it's. Uh, even in with the fast paced action that we have today, I mean that was that's quite a condensed yeah, card. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean
3: the majority of it went on the uh, the third match was the ten on ten elimination yes. match, which wasn't the one that I always remember. That's no, really the second
0: yeah. uh,
3: But uh, The so, good one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So uh, so this uh, card started with uh, a five on five elimination match so we had the team of Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Ooh, with Miss Elizabeth yeah, with as a Mis- face yep. this time. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Brutus, Brother Brutai, Beefcake, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, Of course, of course. um, Against the Honky Tonk Man, Hercules, Dangerous Danny Davis, formerly referee and then, again, later a referee, uh, outlaw Ron Bass, and Harley Race.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, what two strong teams they had here. I mean, look at these names. You got <laughs> Macho Man, Jake the Snake Roberts, Rick Rude, <laughs> um, and on the other team, <sighs> yeah, it's not great, is it?
3: I mean, bearing in mind as well. I mean, this was what eighty seven. So mm. this was shortly after WrestleMania three. Mm. So we had Savage and Steamboat just coming up, hot off their no, no, their just mates. You yeah, know.
1: and six months ago. Savage had tried to crush Steamboat's trachea. Now we've yeah. got this, uh, now they're this together. Yeah. Um, um, the um, the the fact of the matter is, and after that... that match, even more so. Yeah, there hadn't been a pay per view since that match, and uh, Honky Tonk Man is now the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, as, as you do. <laughs> Mental.
3: Now, apparently, Honky Tonk as well had uh, rivalries with Savage, with Steamboat, and with uh, Brutus. I think. Mm-hmm. So that the match sort of had. It was, well one uh, team, it was basically one a respect.
1: couple of people on one team, everyone vying for the honky tonk
3: men on the other yeah, team. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, the, on the the, uh, the honky tonks uh, team were basically it's just a classic
1: eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um who he, he, what was the order of eliminations? Uh
3: mm-hmm. let's have a look here. So in the, the first uh, match we had uh, Jim Duggan and Harley Race eliminated by a double count out.
1: Obviously. Jim so, Duggan. Yeah. You know um, Harley Race, I would like to point out um looks like um, you ever seen the film Bad Santa? Shortly yes. about to become Bad Santa too. Yep. By this point, Harley Race was that out of shape <laughs> that he looks like Thurman at Bad Santa, yeah. the, the blonde kid. and yeah, yeah. Now Furman's older for Bad Santa too. Looks really like him. So mm. not not dismaying how good Harley Race was apparently in the seventies and eighties. No, but, but by we this really point, got any his, evidence to refer to it, his career was um, winding yeah. down. Yes, he's probably doing very well to still have a career at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I think it was of uh, a
3: crossover between the old and the new in, in that respect. Definitely. So yeah, definitely. Jim Duggan and Harley Race they they fought to a double out outside. Then Outlaw Rombass was eliminated by Bruce's beef, Beefcake after a high knee.
1: Now Outlaw Ron <laughs> Bass is, I think, at this time, is one of those heels that um, just was there to lose. But oh yeah. He was yeah. quite big and believable at the same yeah. time as a brute. So yeah. Um, but. Losing to Beefcake. Oh dear. That's the way
3: it went. But then uh, Beefcake was then eliminated by the Honky Tonk Man after a uh, shake, rattle, and roll. So, uh, you know, justice was served. Then uh, Danny Davis was uh, ddt by Jake Roberts
1: and eliminated. Danny Davis, mm. he was at Survivor Series 87 and still resting at Survivor Series 88. Don't you find that shocking that he lasted I do. that long? Yeah. Uh, and then he would later go he was on. was a good heel. Yeah. Uh, I,
3: I always remember there was the WWF High Flyers cassette tape that I used yeah. to have back in the day. And for some reason, um, I used to really dislike him because I don't know why, it's just his black and white
1: uh, yeah, wrestling togs. Cheap and, wrestling yeah, cheap wrestling Yeah, I think didn't work for it me. It worked because these days it wouldn't work because you've had people like Ellsworth come through, loads of people that yeah. aren't very good but managed to survive. And probably the same, like you've had the coach, he yeah. became a heel. It was unique in them days that someone who couldn't wrestle was wrestling and getting away with it because yeah. it was still real at that point for mm. a lot of people. So.
3: But I mean, the, the the nice thing about Danny Davis was that after his heel uh, he run he just went back and mm. became a ref and uh, mm. just sort of faded into the referee background again. So that was uh, quite interesting. So,
1: then,
3: uh, so uh, yeah, then uh, Hercules was eliminated by Randy Savage after the elbow drop. And then the honky tonk man uh, was counted out because uh, uh, he just left. He was three on one uh, against, and he decided to do the classic heel thing and run away.
1: Yeah, there we go. So, um, so
3: was, what uh, would you say that match was? Two? Uh, yeah, two. So I, it was I watchable. Yeah, I can't rate any higher than that. It, it's one of those sort of classic 80s wrestling pay-per-view type of matches where it's not that fast-paced, but there's enough going yeah. for it that you just think, that's ah, quite interesting. And, and the commentary and, and, was good. Yeah, well, it's uh, Gorilla and, and Jesse, uh, Jesse <laughs> the Body Ventura, so I mean, it's, that's always a winner. Um, so the second match we had uh, <laughs> was a five-on-five five women's match. Uh, so, this was the team of the fabulous Moolah, yep. Rockin' Robin, Velvet McIntyre, and the Jumping Bomb Angels yep. against Sensational Sherry, the women's champ, the Glamour Girls, which were like Lani Kai and Judy Martin. See, that's
1: a dodgy name, isn't it? Yeah, the Glamour Leilani. Girls. Yep. I mean...
3: They were getting on a bit at that point, <laughs> yeah. so uh, it could have been an ironic <laughs> name. <laughs> Talking of getting on a bit, the next on the team was Donna Christianello, who looked about 70. Yeah. Uh, she, did, she didn't last very long. And then uh, not uh, the Dawn Marie, but a Dawn Marie. Mm. might have been the Dawn Marie. Well, she was quite yeah. old. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, th- that was uh, quite an interesting thing. So in terms of elimination, we had uh, Donna Christianella was eliminated first by Velvet McIntyre. So uh, for obvious reasons, I think just because she was ancient. Yeah. Um, Dawn Marie was eliminated by Rockin' Robin. Rockin' Robin was eliminated by Sensational Sherry. Fabulous Muller was eliminated by Judy Martin. I mean,
1: Fabulous Moolah must have been in a oh, 60s at yeah. this point. Yeah.
3: Uh, Sensational Sherry was then eliminated in a surprise uh, pinfall from Velvet McIntyre. Mm. He was then eliminated by Leilani Kai.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, then Leilani Kai was eliminated by Itsuki Yamazaki. or Yamazaki, actually. Yep, yeah, got the Z and the K the wrong way around. <laughs> Judy Martin was then eliminated by Norio Tatino, and the Jumping Bomb Angels were the survivors. This How long did this match go? 20 minutes. Women's
1: Revolution. Yeah. 1980s style. Now,
3: the, the, the fact of the matter is with this one, it actually had quite a decent pace. It was pace. pretty decent,
0: yeah. Uh,
3: the, the problem was there was a couple of bits where uh, I think it was Velvet McIntyre who botched horribly in a few places, yeah. uh, which, which didn't really help. But the jumping bomb angels were ridiculously over, which I think is what then See, gave them their,
1: their title chance. It was good. Like better than Diva sort of stuff mm. because it was proper wrestling again. Yeah. So you wonder where that disappeared to in the 90s. Um, uh, all the women went to Japan and uh, we, yeah. le- we were left with laundry blaze. Do you not feel they were all just, don't head off to say the word, they were all just women. They weren't athletes. Like, none of them looks like athletes, did they? No, no, no
3: they, they just a- seemed to be having a bit of a scrap. Mm. So, will, it, yeah. So who, uh, yeah, I mean, it's again. I mean, it, it's one of those things that there, there are some nice spots. The elimination of Sensational Sherry at that stage was quite interesting, yeah. so I quite uh, quite enjoyed that. But there, there, the flow of the match didn't really work. So, every time the Bomb Angels came in, the crowd popped and everyone was, yeah. was quite happy about it. But the rest of it seemed to fall quite flat. So, to me, two turnbuck on. Yeah, two. Could have been three, but no, it was only two. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had pretty much the rest of the roster in a 37-minute match. Yes. <laughs> uh, a 10-on-10 10 10 elimination match. So, this was... All right, um,
1: go on then. I've got to write this down as I go through it. So, we we got on the heel team? On
3: the heel team, we had the Heart Foundation.
1: Hearts, yeah.
3: The Islanders, which was Haku and Tama. yeah. We had Demolition. Yeah. We had the Bolsheviks.
1: Ah, Nikolai. Yeah, and uh,
3: Boris. And the Dream Team of Ah. Greg Valentine and Dino Bravo. (laughs) The
1: Dream Team.
3: And this is a who's who of classic heel uh, management as well. Because in their corner, they had Johnny Valiant, Slick, the Doctor of Style himself, Jimmy Hart, Bobby Heenan, and Mr. Fuji. Yeah. I mean, you can't get any better than that. Uh, And then on the, the Face Team... Yeah. Uh, have you got? Are you, are you good to go? Mm, I reckon I've, I remember oh, three of them. Okay, yeah, so we've got Strike Force, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Young Stallions, yeah. the Fabulous Rougeos Ah, that's all I couldn't remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Killer Bees, yeah, and the British Bulldogs. Okay, right. So if you can get the elimination, word. I felt yeah. this match was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. But do you not think the eliminations went in a very strange order? Oh, first? yeah, yeah. The only thing was, means... I was talking to old man Joey about this, and I said the only thing that I could think of for this was that they were originally trying to think of pushing a new team. Yeah. And it was obvious that the team they were considering really pushing was the Young Stallions. Mm. Um, But I just felt that the whole... like How I would have done it if I wanted to push the Young Stallions was something like... A lot of the face team get eliminated, and then the young stallions. It's so like a fight um, back type. Fight back, yeah, yeah. And then they end up with demolition and the hearts or something. Well, you say and that, and then they might hit each other back. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Like well, they they kind of did that in the main event, though, didn't they? So yeah, they oh, that's the the fight problem. back. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So I can see why they didn't book but, it that way. But, but, but go even on, even
1: go so. go through the eliminations and.
3: Okay, so almost immediately, the uh, uh, Boris Sukov was pinned always by Titus Santana. It's always yeah. happens. Yeah,
1: flying for him. Arima. Yep. Pinfall after a fly. This is on. probably the only match I think I've ever seen where see, Tito Santana was relevant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, burn! <laughs> it was though only because he's tag trick, team yeah. champions. Um, I suppose at WrestleMania four when they lost the demolition as well. That might yeah. be the only thing that I can think of, but. Like he was actually something here, and he was he was fast. To be yep. fair. he was really
3: yeah. going for it. Yeah, it's a good time for him. Uh, so then the Fabulous Rougeos were eliminated by uh, Axe.
1: Yeah, Face, Fabulous Ruzos. How yeah. weird was that? What? what why were they going to become Face? I mean, uh, I what was going to get them over? You know, obviously, some. They went. No, this is going to be crap. Yep. Yeah, we're so. not going anywhere. Let's uh,
3: let's move on. So um, then. Get Frenchie um, Martin in. Indeed, yeah. And and then Demolition, sadly, were eliminated via disqualification after hitting the, the referee, which uh, I, I didn't really uh, appreciate because, you know, hardcore uh, Demolition fan. And um, it just was a shame that they didn't get to do more in the match.
1: I mean, this must have been quite early in the days of Demolition, this, this match because yeah. they were in the WrestleMania 3. So maybe there actually, whilst we think of them as this this legitimately tough tag team, maybe they were early days and still building their character. It's know. entirely possible. Yeah, uh, I'd be interested to read uh,
3: read like a biography of of their creation and stuff. That'd be yeah. interesting, but.
1: One day, maybe. Although um, they were on the, I think it was the Ric Flair show. Yeah. Um, and it was the most boring podcast ever. Oh, season. was it. <laughs> uh, well, I, won't, yeah. I won't go on my way. For that. Okay.
3: So then uh, Tito Santana was pinned by Jim the Anvil Nighthawk. And And. Uh, he was pinned
1: as well, not Rick Martel. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, this, this is one of the things that interests me about this era of wrestling as well is that. We, we didn't always have the, the high spot to yeah. to lead into the pinfall. Some people just were eliminated. Just, oh, roll, roll, roll up. Oh, oh, roll up. Done. Yep. Close uh, line done. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's just hit him in the head. Oh, right. Oh, he's always
1: got a pinfall, right. So uh, then. At this point I'd like to point out the Dream Team, Dino Bravo and uh, Greg the Hammer on time. Dino Bravo hadn't got in the ring at this point. I think mean, he got yeah. in the ring once for about 30 seconds. Yeah he just sort of stood slumped over the rope, like. Uh. Well, it's standard, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> unless he's bench pressing
3: uh, stuff with a uh... great on his back. Yeah. yeah, but there we are. Uh, so uh, I mean, th- that elimination, that fourth elimination, came after twelve minutes. Then it took yeah. another eight minutes for the Dynamite Kid to be eliminated by Haku. Yeah.
1: Now, Haku was impressive during this match, oh, yeah, yeah. wasn't he? He yeah. was, again, I think, new to the foundation. The he federation. could be a, an overrated, underrated, yeah, potentially, definitely be, in the future. Yeah. He looked like a big future star at this point. I mean, he was, but you know what I mean, mm. yeah. Um, so, uh, after that,
3: the, the next elimination was Greg Valentine, who was pinned by Paul Roma.
1: Yeah. Then... Uh, so, we're left with the Islanders and the Hart Foundation versus the, the Young Stallions. And the I can't remember killer B's. B's. the killer bees, the killer bees, B. Rob Brian Brown Blair and, and Jim Brunzell, yeah.
3: who would later both go on to appear on the early days of Raw in '93 as jobbers. Yes. So funny how the world changes. Yeah. Um, so uh, see, so yeah, Valentine was eliminated by Paul Roma. Then Bret Hart was eliminated by Jim Brunzel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a roll up. Uh, and then Tama was eliminated by B Brian Blair. Now, this was when uh, Jesse got really irate. Really annoyed. Because and the, they then,
1: then talked about it for 20 minutes after the They match. did,
3: yeah. and Because the, uh, the the Killer Bees wore masks now and again and uh, they did heel tactics in order to get them in because they put the masks on and they yeah. swapped places. Swapped around.
0: Damn them. Curses. Uh,
3: so, uh, all things considered, I think. I, I like the concept of the ten on ten match yeah. but Just th- wasn't as
1: good as next year's no, which is the best one. The
3: the elimination order didn't work for me. Yeah. The uh the actual in ring action didn't do a lot and I think it went on for far longer yeah. than it absolutely needed to.
1: Turn about going on far longer than it needed to. Mm. They then had a basically an intermission where the crowd could go and get the popcorn. Yep. Um but what actually happened was we sat and listened to Jesse and Gorilla just talk about that tag team match for ages. Yeah. And then Honky Tonk Man came out and cut a pointless promo where he seemed to challenge Hulk Hogan, which was a bit weird. Um <laughs> and then we went to the main event. Indeed, which was uh this was
3: following on from WrestleMania three as well. Uh, in in principle, Andre the
1: Giant hadn't wrestled since. Yeah, that was a point. Of right, us, yeah.
3: Yeah. So, Andre the Giant, One Man Gang, King Kong Bundy, Butch Reed, and Ravishing Rick Rude took on the team of Hulk Hogan, Mister Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, Don the Rock Morocco, Ken. I'm still <coughs> being paid for this, Patera, and a, a face, Bam Bam yeah with Oliver Humperdinck in his corner. Go for
1: that again, Hogan, Don Morocco, Mister Wonderful. Yep. Ken and Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> yeah. Now, I sort of get where Andre's team come from here. They're all big men. All right, Pavan yeah. Rude doesn't really fit in there, but they're all big men. Well, part of like, the God Heenan family character. sort of thing. But yeah. Hogan's team's just dreadful. Mm. It's like, could they not think of anything better to put Hogan with than this? I nope. mean, oh, good God. Don Morocco, who was past it like oh, yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful, who had been feuding with home for years, and now all of a sudden face again. Ken Patera, who was just...
3: Former Olympic hero, oh, Ken Patera.
1: He was just... Yeah. Patera, um, and then uh, Bam Patera. Bam Bigelow, who was good, but yep. just didn't seem to fit the team, no, did he? No,
3: actually. no, So uh, this was another one that... He I, I, actually flowed quite well yeah. for me. For in, Andre in, and in the Giant, much. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, the... Eliminations sort of came as a bit of a places, but I could almost call where people yeah. would be eliminated on Hogan's team yeah, at the very yeah. least. So, um, first elimination was Butch Reed. He was he was out, and I called that initially. Yeah, I mean, I, I've watched this before, but it's been a while since I saw. I, it, I've only it just well. watched this two days ago,
1: and I've mm. already forgotten what Butch Reed looks like. Um, sort of coffee, with
3: sort of short blonde hair. Oh yeah, got yeah 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 no, yeah. No, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Yep. yeah.
1: Well, he obviously had an impact on the Yeah, the natural but true, indeed. Uh, So
3: after that, after basically spending most of the match, uh, most of his time in the match, Patera was eliminated by the One Man Gang. Yeah,
1: thank God. uh,
3: Which was uh, (laughs) that was a weird elimination as well because they hit each other with a double clothesline and then One Man Gang just rolled over and pinned him. Yeah, like oh, it's over, right? Um, But uh, I mean, Kemperera for the for the majority of the eight minutes he was in. He, he, was basically, he was actually yeah. just in, in, in the yeah, ring yeah. and he was just like with his broken arm or whatever it was so yeah. I mean surely that's like a Lex Luger style uh, exactly but uh, never mind no one made any mention of it uh, next up uh, Paul Lorndorf was eliminated by Rick Rude yeah
1: Mr. Wonderful uh,
3: then shortly thereafter Rick Rude was eliminated by Don Morocco yeah which pfft. and then shortly thereafter that Don Morocco was eliminated by the one man gang
1: yeah <laughs> Quick fire elimination. Yeah. So that was. Uh, the, how long was this match? 22 minutes? 22 minutes. It's about so, uh, as long as um, the women's title. <laughs> the yeah. women's match. Yeah. They're, they're all about the
3: same length yeah. apart from the 10 on 10, which went on for like nearly three quarters of an hour. <laughs> uh, so then the, the surprise elimination. Hulk Hogan was eliminated by out. Yeah. Which uh, that caught. caught you me say a surprise.
1: Surprised. I know it's a surprise when you're going into the matchup, yeah. but it was obvious he was going to get counted out. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it was just like. Playing for time. Yeah. Who, who do
3: I beat up next? Yeah. Who's going to attack me next? Urgh, come and get, me. Come and get me. Yeah, it was a bit like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Hogan was uh, was counted out. Then uh, King Kong Bundy. This is where the, the, the comeback So at started. this point, it was
1: three on one. Bam yep. Bam Bigelow versus Andre, who would hardly do anything at this point.
3: Yeah.
1: One man gang. And oh, King Kong, Kong Bundy.
3: Bundy, so the the odds were definitely stacked against uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, but uh, they they gave him a, a decent push at, at this point because then yeah. he's using his uh, his incredible incredible speed mm-hmm. to stay out of the way of King Kong Bundy and one man gang, so he manages to eliminate King Kong Bundy, yeah. and then the one man gang. Yeah. Uh, but then he is. He uh, squished
1: in the. He rolls away from Andre a couple of times doing some gambles. Yeah. Andre catches him in the corner. Does Andre's pattern at shoulder into the into the midsection? Yeah. And butterfly then Andre suplex. does some butterfly so- like belly to belly sort of suplexing yep. and pins him. Yeah. And
3: that's it. And then,
1: Which is actually the most athletic move I think Andre did from nineteen eighty five onwards. Or yeah. So, yeah.
3: I mean, I, I'm still waiting for the time when the network has all of his classic matches from well, pre. Yeah. Eighty-four or whatever, Definitely. just see him see him in his prime and everything. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. But uh, in any case, then af- after the match, Hulk Hogan comes back in and he uh, starts waving around at Andre, which basically leads into WrestleMania Four and yeah. and the tournament
1: uh, going into there. So well, before then, Andre costs him the title at yes. nice man-man. Yes. Yes. That's it. Lovely. So,
3: uh, so that was the event, and that match as well. I would give a two turnbuckle so, rating. Definitely overall.
1: I mean, we didn't do the tag match, did we? Do the tag match turnbuckle rating? Uh, if if we didn't, That's I mean, a two two. Yeah, so overall, <laughs> that pay per view was it's a two two turnbuckles. Decent enough for the first ever one. Um, it just won't d- go down in history as being no. Um, well. What it lacked—no one remembers
3: it. I think is the point. What it lacked was, it was uh, purpose. So, well, purpose, yeah, was solid booking. Mm. Um, if you had uh, like like the Royal Rumble, the, the best Royal Rumbles were the ones booked by Pat Patterson. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that goes without saying. And just the, the way that uh, the event was structured and that sort of thing, and and certainly the best pay per views are the ones that have that structure to yeah. them. This one didn't have that. No but there we are okay so next up we have uh, um, the, the 1993 Survivor Series did we
1: not do 1991 main event jobber no. Hulk Hogan versus no Undertaker. no that yeah. hasn't happened okay so no, 1993 no. then we can cover that on the uh, next yeah. week's episode um, botched the Broadway yep um, well, just, well just, we, we didn't botch just, the Broadway just,
3: this, this, yeah. this interview have you turned it up for your
0: metal what really is four of the same person. Well, you know, Todd, it doesn't matter whether there's one doing two doiks, four doiks, or a hundred doiks. What I have here is the most awesome four-man tag team in the professional wrestling of the WWF
1: today. And boy, my, are they hungry!
0: Alpha has assured me that the head are going to take care of the job. And the booger man is definitely going to be by my side. And Luna, my main squeeze, is going to take care of it. And you doik, me, Bam Bam Bigelow, will take care of your pesty. You're pestering your are all your fun and all your games once and for all ladies and gentlemen bam bam bigelow and his team celebrating thanksgiving up, let's up. go
1: back to ringside what you can't see there is the most horrendous interview ever because yeah. apart Bambam, from the
3: shouting classic North 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 Bambam Bambam Bambam.
1: is attempting to to claim that his team's good, you've got the the head shrinkers eating a chicken carcass. Yeah. Um and Bastion boogus or, or or is, is it the, the fryer? You
3: know is it the fryer or is it Bastion Booger? It's
1: definitely Bastion Booger. He's got his grey pants on.
3: Oh of course, yeah. So yeah. clearly. Um all Right, so uh yeah, uh we just watched the one match for, for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh the, so it's the four Doinks against Bam Bam's team. So Bam Bam's team uh, emerge uh, did that come out first or yes, was it yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I only watched this the other day and it's already disappearing from my brain
1: I would like to point out that this is in my view the worst match in WWF history I wouldn't disagree with that Uh it was deliberately this shows you
3: everything that's wrong with wrestling at this time yeah and yeah. the thing is though, it would get progressively worse over the next couple of years. That's yeah. that's the other depressing point. Um yeah, uh, as far as as far as it goes So
1: the idea is bad in the first place. Yeah. You've got a decent tag team, yep, bigler who's decent, yep. and some disgusting fat man.
3: I um, yeah, I think he was uh, A backstage guy, weren't he? Yeah. Um forced so someone
1: who we don't well but basically a joke of a team. Because Against the a joke boy, of a team. Versus the biggest joke of a team, yeah. the four Doinks, who doesn't actually have, which is a little comedy genius yeah. here, doesn't actually have Doink in it.
3: No, no. So uh, for the, for those of you who have not watched this, and I recommend watching it once mm-hmm. and never again, uh, We the four Doinks were uh, initially a surprise. So Doinks music hits and we're like, And it goes into the Bushwhackers theme.
1: The Bushwhackers.
3: It's Luke Doink and Butch Doink. And so then, then you
1: think Doink's going to come out?
3: Yeah. Uh, no. 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 It is it's everyone's
1: favourite team. It's
3: the men on a mission, Doinks. Oh, God. Moe and Mabel.
1: Doinks. Was Oscar a Doink as well? He yes, was he doing? was. Mm.
3: yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, what happened was, uh, let me pull up the elimination list, but uh, talk through your thoughts well, on, on the match.
1: It was one of the worst matches I think I've ever seen. Um, well I've just said that but basically yeah. I think the start of the match leaves so much although oh, they are coming in the start of the match leaves so much to be desired because um, basically Bushwhacker I don't know which one it is Butch or Luke it's quite hard to tell whether they're in their uh, makeup um, and Bastion Booger started off and what happens is uh, the Bushwhacker gets knocked over mm. goes to get back up realising he's supposed to be splashed yeah look look, look there you go Right, he's been knocked over. Bastion Boog, look at that stomach. There you go. Right, watch, watch the bushwhacker. Oh, I'm going to get back up. Oh no, lie back no. down. <laughs> because he, he he doesn't he forgets that he's going to get splashed, and that's no. it. That's him eliminated. So, um, except he he wasn't eliminated, oh, though, was it? No, so. it continues. Yep. So that uh, was horrendous. Basically, the whole match was horrendous, but the ending of Bastion Booger was one of the strangest endings. Well, it's not just the ending of that one; it's well the elimination
3: of Fatu as well. So, um, so let's go through the uh, yeah, elimination. This. So, uh, first of all, uh, I mean, this match went on for eleven minutes. That's right.
1: eleven which minutes too, too long.
3: long. Yeah. So initially, three minutes. Um, Samu is uh, distracted by a water balloon. Yeah. And that pops in his face, releases a bit of water, and he gets rolled up and pinned by a bushwhacker. Brilliant. Brilliant. Luke Bushwhacker defeated him it's like really uh, next up Bastion Booger was eliminated after a leg drop from Mabel
1: yeah but Bastion Booger the elimination series starts where Bastion Booger has got the Bushwhacker on the floor and yep. he's going to squash him by sitting on Only him and he gets distracted he by some food by putting a banana in his mouth and does yep. a ravishing rude r- gyration yep. and it just all goes horribly wrong from there but what a dis- yep it's <sighs> Not entertaining in
3: the (laughs) slightest. No. So, Bastion Booger's out of there. Then Fatou slips on a banana peel and is pinned. Now, did you catch Fatou looking to see where the banana peel was before he slipped on it?
1: Yeah.
3: So, uh, this is one of those classic things where Fatou went for the cover. Yeah, yeah. And he was distracted by a banana. Yeah. And he went, oh, uh, a banana! So he, he got then up, slipped over it, and, and it. then then ate it, and then slipped on it. It's like oh, <laughs> delicious, <laughs> irony. and then Butch got that pinfall,
1: uh,
3: and then finally Bam Bam was pinned after a pylon uh, from from Mabel. Now, did Mo actually do anything in this match apart from ride a unicycle? Don't think so. oh, well, um, he get, a, he's a just given
1: well, that's he just gave the Headbanger a water balloon, which the Headbanger then burst yep. in his own face. Yes. Dreadful. Awful. Absolutely awful, awful. dreadful. Right, let's not talk about this nope. match anymore.
3: And uh, the the good thing is uh, you could tell the bushwhackers apart because one of them has got four teeth and the other one has three. Yeah. Um,
1: there you Love go you, Bobby so, Heenan. Total bella.
3: Yep, yeah, absolute total bella. That was an awful Absolutely match. Absolutely terrible. Okay, so now we will pause me go to Old Man we'll Joey. Insert Old Man Joey's clip. We'll be back after this.
1: Okay, then, uh, Old Man Joey. So, we're doing this uh, pre recording so you can go to the Iron Sheik's um, birthday party. Well, um, it's
2: quite a bash. I I've, I've actually wasn't given a choice. He told me I have to go, or he break my back and make me humble.
1: And then did he go, pah.
2: Yeah, I was like, why are you spitting at me? Is humble?
1: he making you wear your um, spiked um, yes, desert is. shoes? Yeah. Okay, so, um, right. Uh, Survivor series um yeah you had the job of uh, reviewing uh, survivor series 1997 um which was the infamous, uh, infamous. Su- survivor series screw job um what's your take on that then so um my my biggest mem- obviously the main yeah. thing about this was that um it was it was yeah. the screw job, but, but I can't really remember anything. The only thing I can seem to remember is did Jeff Jarrett return?
2: No, he I mean, wasn't on him. Uh, I'm it thinking the of DX
1: in your house and the one after So, do you what's want, you want to run through the matches then? So, what's the first match?
2: <laughs> wow. Well, I, I can't read my own writing. Uh... Oh, I got
1: Something's oh, going go, wrong. Go. Oh, yeah. You
2: broke it. You broke it. You broke it. No, there we go. It was the uh, first match was Headbangers and the new Blackjacks. Versus the New Age Outlaws and the Godwins.
1: Oh, I can't oh. stand the Godwins. God. Um, what was that match like? It, it was. It
2: was. Oh, it was poor.
1: The problem. Problem with that is I always find is that in that time of year, um, that time in '97, the New Age Outlaws hadn't really synced properly. Really, the New Age
2: Outlaws yet? Yeah. The new.
1: But, the new Blackjacks was JBL and Barry Windham, was it? Barry Windham
2: yeah. Yeah. and JBL with a. Dodgy, dodgy 70s porn star, yeah. stash, It, it was all
1: oh, so not not the best match. I'm gonna.
2: <laughs> no, and they had dreadful, dreadful pinfall finishes. At one point, JBL put somebody, put one of them in an abdominal stretch, and then. I don't know whether it was on purpose or whether he slipped, but he kind of fell into a pinfall, and that was it. Nice. And then there's another one who was a running clothesline out of the corner, and that was good enough for a pinfall. Was
1: Was there any heat going into this match, or was it just like no one really gave a damn?
2: Uh, I think the Outlaws had was uh, feuding at some point with the Headbangers because they'd smashed a
1: a boombox. A
2: boombox over one of the headbangers' head, and they'd just been stealing stuff off the other teams and generally being a bit annoying.
1: Right, okay. So, what would you rate that match as? It was, oh,
2: it, it can't, it's got to be probably a one. It, it was just poor, I mean, and throughout the show as well, I didn't think a great deal of the crowd.
1: Right, okay. So, skip match one. Okay, number, <laughs> match, match <laughs> number two.
2: Oh, do you imagine it was just as bad it Was the Truth Commission.
1: Oh, God.
2: All four of them against DOA, oh.
1: which
2: at this point had... There were four of them, I think it was Crush, Outball and Skull, and somebody else, I can't remember. Right. But th- This was just as bad. I mean, I think at, at one point in this match, there were four, four different pinfalls were awarded from Sidewalk Slams,
1: nice 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 uh,
2: and stuff like bulldogs it's just really cheap finishes to the magic was there any
1: i mean you just said the crowd weren't very good um at the minute i don't see why a crowd would be very good because you'd have no reason to cheat basically you've got you've got eight people here and four of them all look the same on one team and four of them all look the same on the other team yeah,
2: i mean the best thing about this match is when the jackal got on for the truth commission he just joined J R and king <laughs> cover trees like oh. yeah i do what i want i don't care
1: because the original um, theory was that the Jackal was going to be the original higher power. But then he that, left to WCW because he was idea. backstage Is that storyline style?
2: I mean, well either way, the Truth Commission won that match because Kurgan's a massive, massive beast and just wasn't very good, so
1: barely <laughs> sold anything. Kurgan versus Braun Strowman. Can you imagine that? I'd rather eat my own face. Or... Giant... Oh, that's a, that's a fatally flawed way for the that, real deal, isn't that, it? Absolutely. Kurgan... Broman, um Giant Gonzalez and the Great Carly.
2: Oh, oh, that's interesting. You have to get his thoughts. On I'll that.
1: get his thoughts on that. Yeah, because that
2: that that'd be weird.
1: Okay, right then, match number three. Match number let's three. Let's see. Let's see if it gets better.
2: Match number three is Team USA versus Team Canada.
1: Oh, that sounds familiar. Um, Now, bear in mind, they'd done the Canadian Stampede in your house a few months earlier, which is one of the best pay-per-views of 97. So, I'm sure this is going to be a brilliant match.
2: Actually, this was probably one of the better matches. Uh, But, I mean, Team USA had Vader on it. uh, Mark (laughs) Marrow, Goldust, and uh, a debuting Steve Blackman.
1: (laughs) because it doesn't sound so good now you've said that.
2: No, no, it, it doesn't, but, I mean... Team Canada is just as amusing because I think on it there's only one person who's so actually, actually Canadian. It's actually Canadian. I mean, he's led by the Bulldog and Jim Neidhart. Right, okay, but well. that's not Team Canada. That's, no. That's other people pretending to be Canadian. Yeah. But no, I mean, it was it was funny because, I mean, Team USA, we discussed this earlier, Come out to Kurt Angle's entrance music, which I found absolutely hilarious. But, you know, it was good. And, uh,. No, it's a really good match. I mean, it started off in mere, mere minutes into the match. Bulldog suplexes Vader. All right. Any time anybody like, suplexes Vader, I was like, wow, that's impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's impressive Vader took it. That's the thing, because Vader's got to hold himself up there as well. So, But Vader is, was good. It was just that he's got out of, too out of shape at the end of his career.
2: And then you had this. Is, this was Blackman's... Debut debut.
1: And How did they sell Blackman in his debut as a martial arts specialist MMA fighter? They,
2: they set it because Team Canada were beating down on Fader on some I don't know if it was a Raw or a Superstars or something before the event, and they're, they're placing Blackman as some sort of fan in the crowd who's had off and just come and kick the hell oh, out right of Team okay. Canada, and that, they they set it as a as if he was a, some sort of martial arts expert with no idea about wrestling. Which is how they um, got him out of the match. He's,
1: oh, I remember now. Then he get disqualified because he doesn't understand the rules or something. or was counted out. He
2: just gets counted out because he's beating, beating on everybody. And no. They count him out. and Just throw him out of the match.
1: Because no one can understand. You got ten count to stay in the ring. Well, the then, you
2: know, I mean, Vader does most of the work in this match, which was actually one. I find one of more impressive Vader matches because he's doing yep. a lot of the heavy lifting, you know and I mean he's a. Uh, yeah, gets all the fools that count for his team. Goldust's on the apron for all of the match and doesn't do nothing. Oh,
0: right.
2: In fact, when they try to tag him in, Vader gets mad and slaps him round the face, which is then apparently a tag. At which point, Goldust gets off the apron and walks to the back. Oh, okay. <laughs> because apparently he'd broken his hand. I was like, well, surely there's a better way to uh, write him out of the match. Well, yeah. But I mean, I mean, it did finish with a dodgy. Uh, Considering they're in Montreal and they were, the Canadian team was super over. That, that wasn't a clean finish. Bulldog ended up smacking Vader in the back of the head with the ring bell. Yeah. But I mean, it, the, the quality between the bells was a good match.
1: I'd,
2: yeah. I'd be pushed to give it a high two, with low three. All right. Fair and enough, fair really enough. good match.
1: Next one. Next one is...
2: Number four. Number four. Ah, oh, number four, number four. Also... Probably a three-rated match. Three turnbuckles that is. Is a uh, Kane his debut match?
1: Oh, of course, yes. Kane. Versus Mankind. Ah, yes. Is this where, uh, a Kane in the era of the lights in the arena being red for the yeah. whole match, which I, I find slightly annoying?
2: I noted that. I was like, well, what's, with, what's with the red lights? This is
1: because I think they tried that again in like two thousand and twelve or something for a with while. But Sin with yeah. his stupid gold that or blue was it. Yeah, but and blue lights. Oh, I just dreadful. don't. It's just bad,
2: isn't it? I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot of high spots in this match. I mean, it started off, I think Kane, through the steel steps at Mankind's face before the match had even started. Right. There was brawling outside. I mean, there's a point where he threw him off the apron, through the table, and it was DDTs onto the uh, floor, onto the concrete floor. I mean, it was good high spots, but in the match itself was good, high quality. And This was when Kane had first come in and they were basically pushing him as a brick yeah. wall. Nobody could hurt him, yeah, nobody yeah, could yeah. do anything to him. I mean, he still, he ended up beating Mankind in the end, but, I mean, to finish him off, he did grab him from the top of the turnbuckle and threw him straight out to the ground outside. And, of course, finished him with the Tombstone, but, mm. no, it's another high-quality match. Very good, good, yeah. Good stuff, as you'd expect from Mankind. I seem to remember Kane. that
1: one, definitely. Good start for Kane's career to beat Mankind, yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. So next match then. The next match is the Nation of Domination. Oh.
2: This is LOD, Shamrock, and Ahmed Johnson.
1: Oh dear me! Nation Domination. I never really enjoyed though. I, <laughs> I mean, I think Did is... they still have the rappers bringing them down the ring at this point? No, no, I mean this oh, nation
2: was Karma, Mustafa, uh, yeah. Uh, Farouk, yeah, Farooq, and the Rock at okay. this point.
1: So it's not as bad as the earlier '97 no. Nation. I
2: mean, they had a pretty much promo between the LOD and Shamrock, scene where Shamrock. Uh, Got, got to break out uh, of Tellem Hawk. Oh right. We've had them all just kind of st- st- stood there looking across, thinking, That's my line, why are you using my lines?
0: <laughs>
2: but no, th- this was I mean, this was probably a two turn buckle match. And it was it was again another it's issues with these pinfalls and these
1: cheap finishes, Just man. cheap
2: finishes. The match the match as bad as it sounds, didn't actually improve until it was one on one between the rock and shamrock yeah because it, it's just I don't know it seemed more intense and flowed better when it got to that point yeah
1: I mean it's difficult because I think again it's like the the nation of domination just oh god that went on for so long I don't think it's ever that great but really the rock awesome. was at this time he was starting to become the rock properly wasn't he No, he was like
2: I think they were still really he was still getting real bad heat as well yeah at this point but
1: he, he um because that would lead to WrestleMania 14, where it was Shamrock versus The Rock. So that was yeah. Okay, so yeah, so two two turnbuckles you say? Yeah, yeah. That one it was uh... okay. Next one.
2: Now th- this this one is uh, as bad as it's and this is the disappointing match for, on the card for me.
1: Okay, rematch from SummerSlam.
2: Austin versus his own Heart yeah. for the OC title. And I thought, oh good, this would be a good match. Yep. It was basically a glorified squash match. I think it went about four minutes.
1: All oh, right. Okay. I was like, oh God. Austin, smasher in heart.
2: Austin coming. They tried cheap tactics, and there was a little bit of a brawl outside. And then he hit a stun, and that was it. Okay. I was like, oh, okay, all uh, right, That match really didn't even get started
1: That's at a shame. all. I don't know whether that was uh, was it time, or do you think Austin was still injured? Or I'm
2: not? I'm really not sure. I mean, because they they tried a sneak attack and.
1: The anvil got a stunner for his troubles, mm.
2: and then I think Owen Hart tried to run away. So Austin went and fetched him. There's a bit of a brawl outside, and then threw him back in. A little bit of action and stunner. That was it, and then that was that. Match was finished. I was like, oh, that didn't even get started. Mm. Okay. So I'm not even gonna run. Which is a bit one, strange
1: because then the next match doesn't really get started for ages, does it? The final well, match of the night. No,
2: so. the, the main event. This is ridiculous because. Um, in mean, the
1: main event obviously everyone remembers this for one reason that's the, the last two minutes of the match um but before the match, before that i thought was it quite a good match or yeah no it was a good match
2: i mean it started because they built it up from like, wrestlemania was it WrestleMania twelve? 12 yeah it was like an 18 month build saying this match was supposed to go on and then there was this and that and the other and really building it up as a grudge match which it was yeah, yeah. and and then because i looked and I Looked up on the uh, match listings and it only went 12 minutes. This match, but the brawl beforehand must have gone about that long as yeah. well. Yeah, because they're in the ring, they do the introductions, and then it just breaks down into a brawl outside, which was really highly entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I remember really, him being really up good.
1: by the entranceway and that, like, that being quite good, but yeah, so but
2: ev- eventually the uh, the brawl. Stops actually getting into the ring, then I manage to start the ri- match officially. And it rings, the bell rings, and the match starts going. And that, as you expect, with Sean and Brett, it was a good match, you know. It was building, building, and building. It was enjoying it, getting into it. And just as you thought, right, this is going to start getting really. Then good. I
0: came along. Bloody hell, he's back. And Brett screwed. Brett.
2: Yeah, pretty much. That, that's that's how it finished.
0: There's a time-honored tradition in the wrestling business.
2: What's well, this time-honored tradition? But when you leave,
0: you do what's right for one's company. As long as that company is called the WWF. Ah! ha ha Yes, yeah, so you. Well, um that was weird. That
2: it was really strange.
1: So, so. following me everywhere, The screw job yeah. finished, and then they cut off really quickly. Yeah. Then
2: he was like, "This. Let's have a you later, boy." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, uh, okay. That was." Uh...
1: Which you gotta know that Jim Ross has been told, "Cut it, cut it, cut it, it, get it, it. Get it, get yeah, it out go, now!" By go, go, go. someone desperately over the headphones. So, so what would you say then overall? What would you rate Survivor Series '97 as?
2: Overall, I'd give it probably. Probably a high two, possibly a three. I mean, some of the uh, screwy finishes in some of the matches and the pinfalls were just poor. But other than that, the the good matches were good, and it compensated for the bad.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah good. Okay. Um. Uh. Anything else to add about Survivor Series nineteen
2: ninety seven? Uh. Probably the fact that I was glad it was actually Jayhan King doing oh, the commentary. This so is the
1: first one Vince wasn't on. So, yeah.
2: so it, it made the commentary actually bearable Yeah. And I could listen I, to it.
1: I think the thing I think about when I think about 97 is yeah. that I hope that they stop reenact the Screw finish 20 years later because I'm getting a bit fed up of it now.
2: Well, yeah, it's it's starting to get pointless. Mm.
1: Especially when Brett's outside the ring, that's that's when it's even better because you see the look of disgust on his face. So that's genuine. <laughs> Okay, right. Well, there you go, Survivor Series 97. Insightful as always, I'm enjoying it. Indeed. So, Indeed. Um, interesting review there. Um, bear in mind that um, that's one of those matches sounded terrible. Yeah. Right, let's go on to mind then. So I watched Survivor Series 2003. And I've got to say, considering this was a year that started with Triple H versus Scott Steiner at Royal Rumble, um, this was a hell of a Survivor Series. Um, so, if we start off... Um, They had a dark match, which I didn't see, obviously. Um, The first match was Team Angle, um, who were face at that point. Uh, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, John Cena, Bradshaw and Hardcore Holly. (laughs) Um,
3: Happy
1: days. Versus uh, Team Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, The Big Show, Matt Morgan... Nathan Jones and the A Train.
3: Nathan Jones, ah, uh, that was a gimmick
1: that didn't so, work. Yeah, so Brock Lesnar had a big team of. Nobody's yeah. <laughs> basically so what happened? Well, the storyline for this was that um, someone I think had got injured on Team Angle, so Hardcore Holly came back from neck injury to replace that person. And and Brock Lesnar had um, damaged that person's neck, uh, sorry, damaged uh, Hardcore Holly's neck and broke his neck a year before. This was leading up to the Royal Rumble, I think we reviewed um, after this, which is when Hardcore Holly took on uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Anyway, so um, this match didn't really get going. Brock Lesnar came out of the ring, Hardcore Holly was already out there, got angry, ran outside, beat him up and pushed the referee down. Hardcore Holly disqualified. Probably hmm. the quickest time in uh, Survivor Series history, yeah. he got disqualified in zero minutes and zero seconds because the match hadn't officially started. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you can't beat that record, can nah. you? Um, then the uh, A-train got eliminated by Bradshaw, the clothesline from hell. Bradshaw at this point was still in the oh that was it it should have been um, Farouk in this but he got injured
3: oh ok right
1: yeah that would make sense by, uh, the A-Train yeah. A- yeah. I believe yeah um, so then Bradshaw then got up turned around Big Show chokeslammed him um, so that was uh, about 20 seconds later um, Matt Morgan then showed no charisma and no talent and got eliminated by Kurt Angle after an Angle mm. slam uh, Nathan Jones got eliminated then uh, by Kurt Angle. So listen to this. Nine minutes. The eliminations were A-Train got... Hardcore Holly got eliminated at zero seconds. Yeah. A-Train, 27 seconds. Bradshaw, 48 seconds. So yeah. those two are close together. Matt Morgan got eliminated at nine minutes and 11 seconds. So okay. you had about nine minutes of no elimination. Yeah. Nathan Jones, nine minutes, 31 seconds. So it took 20 seconds to eliminate... For Kurt Angle to eliminate Matt Morgan and Nathan Jones... Mm. But then, more shockingly, fourteen seconds later, Kurt Angle is eliminated by Brock Lesnar. He jumps oh. in, does an F five, bang out. So that was quite a shock actually. Yeah, because I think people Bit thought he was going to win this uh, match. Yeah. Brock Lesnar then taps out to Chris Benoit, mm. which is quite a shocker. That's a surprise. Um, so this leaves then um, Chris Benoit, the Big Show, and John Cena. I'm going to let you guess how this match finishes. So, Chris Benoit and John Cena, one team, Big Show, the other team.
3: Da, 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 da. And what move
1: does he do? Uh, the the big FU. Yeah, on oh, the Big Show. There yeah. we go. Setting up the match for the Big Show versus John Cena, which was terrible. Uh, I've just got, sorry, the four doinks. Look at that playing in the background. Can That's... you just get rid of that? Yeah. Because it's doing well, um So, there you go. Um, so, that match was... It's gone. ...actually pretty pretty decent, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the main reason it was decent, though, was because of Brock Lesnar on one side, um, and the Chris the Team Angle team. Um, Brock Lesnar had no one of any substance in his team because Big Show wasn't very good at this point, and Matt this Morgan is the wasn't inherent, really good, yeah, in the
3: inherent problem with the uh the Survivor Series format is that generally speaking, you you might have a couple of big names, and then it's like
1: exactly oh. yeah. So the next match was um a women's title match um. Molly Holly is a bad Molly Holly taking on Lita. Um, okay. Yep. And I've got to say, this was well. So the first match I'll say was a I'd say a low free. Okay. Yeah. This was a high free. This was a really good match. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Clean match, clean finish. Lita nearly won, but uh, Molly Holly I think moved and, and the Lita moon sort thing off the yeah, top table. Yeah. Top of this shows that how they could, even at this era, get the women's wrestling right, because yeah. this was the only thing to do with the females in this show. There wasn't any divas anywhere. This was it, 2003, and yeah. for seven minutes, it was really good. That tells you all you need to know, though, seven minutes. Well, no, no, yeah, true, but then, well... <laughs> There's a, a Survivor Series match that goes on for seven... Oh, no, it's a tag team match for seven minutes later. Right? Yeah. Um, right, anyway, so next match, um, ambulance match. Um, Kane versus uh, Shane McMahon. So the storyline here was that um, Kane had took his mask off in the summer... Um, Vince had sort of got to quite like Kane because he could be his monster yep. Kane turned on Vin- Linda McMahon her. Um Shane McMahon came out to defend his mum and this led to this storyline yeah. um, Scrabble Scrabble Feud Feud but again a 13 and a half minute match um, really quite decent. Again, um, there were some relatively big bumps by Shane McMahon in this match, but not like jumping onto a, a mattress or something down below like yeah. normally. It was like being smashed into the side of the ambulance and like Really quite entertaining. Um, obviously, there's no way that Shane's gonna <laughs> gonna win, but really good. Nice. Don't know how else to put it. So three stars. Yeah. Um, then the low points for me. Um, I, don't, I wonder if you even remember this tag team. The Basham brothers. Vaguely, the name rings about. Doug and Danny Basham, two bold-headed, shag-headed people. Yeah. yeah. Um, looked like very poor Steve Austin's. Um, <laughs> who were the champions. Um, and this was, I think, when SmackDown and Raw had different titles. Um, so I think this was a SmackDown title. Yeah, because the um, brand split was over. Like they two, defeated wasn't it, so. um, Eddie Guerrero and uh, Chava Guerrero, the Los Guerreros. Ah. Um, which is a bit shocking, they defeat them, but obviously um, at this point Eddie was going to be about to be launched into his world title uh, run, so 7 minutes 31 of quite boring wrestling um, because the brothers are so boring, I couldn't... <laughs> oh, and they had Shaniqua as their manager, Oh yes, yeah. um, who was this black woman who was basically, I think she tried to beat up men in the yeah. matches and I think... Um, if I remember correctly, the highlight of the match, just after what I've said about the women's division, was where Shanika was put over Eddie Guerrero's knee and Chavo spanked her. Ah, oh, okay. There I we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next one then, um, which was uh, what the most of the pay per view was built around, was Team Bischoff versus Team Austin. Um, With neither Bischoff or Austin wrestling at this point. Um, (laughs) But it was Austin and Bischoff were co-general managers of of Raw. And if Austin lost his career in the WWE, it was over and he would never appear again. 13 years later. Yeah. Anyway, but it was a good match. Um, It was the team. Sorry, I've I've gone past what I should have done already. The teams were uh, Team Austin was uh, Shawn Michaels. Yep, good pick. Yep. Rob Van Dam, mm. Booker T, Bubba Ray and Devon Von Dudley. Okay. Um, And team Bischoff was Chris Jericho, Christian, uh, legend killer Andy Orton, Scott Steiner, yeah. <laughs> um, who at this point was really hanging on, yeah. um, and Mark Henry. Um, so you've got eight solid names there, and then you've got Scott Steiner and to an extent Mark Henry. Yeah, so and uh, I think you've uh, just summed it up slightly here uh, – first person to be eliminated after seven minutes, though, to be fair, was uh, Scott Steiner, okay, ah. who got deleted with a bookend by Booker T. Um, and that was at seven minutes, 28 seconds. That tells me all I need to know. Booker T then <laughs> gets eliminated horrible. straight away by Mark Henry after World's Strongest Slam, seven minutes, 57 seconds. Mark Henry is then eliminated by Rob Van Dam at ten minutes, uh, five-star five slog splash, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> both sides I Randy Orton then did not he, read those books Randy Orton then eliminates Rob damn Dam with yep. an RKO Devon Dudley is then eliminated by Chris Jericho mm. Bubba Ray is then eliminated by Christian which leaves Shawn Michaels versus Christian Chris Jericho and Randy Orton. Similar sort of situation here to Bam Bam Bigelow yeah. versus Andre Giants team. Fight back, yeah. So, what happens now? Shawn Michaels is bloodied up to a horrific level. I yeah. mean, honestly, Shawn Michaels bleeds to. I mean, there's that other match where he just bled everywhere. Remember we looked at Hogan yeah. versus Shawn? Yes. And it was a very similar situation. Shawn gets beaten to a pot.
3: Was was 03, the era of Shawn Michaels so. just bleeding? But him. Shawn Michaels Constantly. goes from.
1: This is where this match, I think, mean, is different from your one, because this is quite good. This is. Christian uh, deletes deletes defeats Bubba Ray You've Dudley. Ray. Have you been watching TNA <laughs> recently? Christian is um, eliminates Bubba Ray Dudley at sixteen minutes fifty three. The match doesn't finish till twenty seven minutes and twenty seven seconds. Okay. So that means we've now got about ten minutes of HBK on his own. Yeah. He first eliminates. It's about three minute intervals. That he first eliminates Christian. Uh, switching music. Then there's a small package to eliminate Chris Jericho. And then Randy Orton is about to be eliminated when Batista runs into the ring, um, interferes, costs Shawn Michaels a match, and Orton wins. So Ah. building the Orton legend killer character at this point, because he was still just doing the Evolution thing, it was going quite well at this point. Mm. Um, Really good match, really raised Randy Orton up. Uh, Shawn Michaels looked amazing in it, and it was at the end of the match Then Austin came down and said goodbye to everyone and... uh, you know it was, quite, it was done very well if if, if I was watching it and I do remember watching it at the time being is this, this is it then he's leaving because yeah. I thought well they wouldn't do this and then just bring him back about three mm. months later he came back completely you have
3: little faith or too much faith in the wrestling business I know. Yeah. know in mind how many times Ric Flair has retired I oh, know <laughs> <laughs> I know or the, the amount of times Terry Funk has retired <laughs> this is my last match until the next match. Terry Funks uh, first retired when uh, when he was in a tag team match with Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 80, 81, 82 mm. he first announced his retirement, and yeah, that, that yeah.
1: Never, next match then um, was uh, Vince McMahon uh, versus the uh, American Banass Undertaker um, in a buried alive match. Um, so this match was a. Um, battering of Vincent Mann so Vincent Mann came out pretending he was talking to God basically yeah. and put his hands together and prayed in front of the Undertaker Undertaker slogs him in the head um, and then drags him round ringside beating him to death Vince bleeds um, usual sort of thing Undertaker then takes him up to the graveyard burial bit Vince low blows him you think Undertaker's going to get buried but he gets back out Fight around there a bit. Undertaker makes Vince squeal. Um, Undertaker's just about... He throws Vince man down into the um, into the grave, and he looks up at this big uh, digger that's got all the soil on top of him, and he yeah. goes, right, I'm going to go up there and empty it on him. As he climbs up, big explosion. Kane appears, and... Chokeslam. Chokeslam. Somewhere along the line, I think it's when the big explosion happens, Undertaker falls... And he, he looks like he's sort of elbow and all his arm is literally the flesh is ripped from his skin mm. because the last two seconds where he goes into the grave, he's holding on like clearly in agony yeah. onto his arm, and there is just blood seeping everywhere. So <laughs> I don't know how he did it, mm. but because you don't you can't see because so the, the explosion like blinds the cameras yeah. for a second. But as he falls, I mean, there's just blood oozing out of his arm, it's nice. like nasty, nasty thing. Um, and then Kane, um Let's the oh so Vince climbs up and lets the soil on him undertaker disappears until he comes back as the uh, the the dead man undertaker at WrestleMania yeah. 20 Kane yeah. versus Undertaker. Um that's where I think the pay-per-view should have ended yeah. because at that point this would have been a four-star pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, but it carried on. But then Goldberg had to defend his world title against Triple H with Ric Flair. The best part of this match was Ric Flair. Woo! because um, Triple H was still wearing these sort of um, injury support pants that he was wearing like, <laughs> right. at the time he wasn't very in as good a shape as he wanted to be yeah. uh, Goldberg was this match went on 11 minutes 44 I think if Goldberg which is a message for Vince uh,
0: what you're saying Goldberg good oh. he's D- not Vince he's got no. good because
1: after 5 minutes he can't do any other moves
0: well uh, he's going to have learned in the last 12 years damn it I dispute that.
1: Yeah. So, um, anyway, the, um, Basically, the match went on for too long, and all of the Evolution got involved, um, and eventually Goldberg retained the title. Yeah, wasn't very good. Um, so overall, I'd say the pay per view was a three-star pay per view. Okay. Um, out of all the matches, there were only two real lows to me. I mean, the Team Angle Team Lesnar was a passable match. It, well, good match. It was just that the teams were a bit. One of the teams was a bit crap. Yeah. Um, which made it not very believable because Team Angle was just defeated them minutes in real life. Mm. Um, the bad matches on this were the Basham Brothers versus the Guerreros. And uh, Goldberg versus Triple H. And the reason, therefore, I'm saying it's three, not a four, because you might think well, there's only two bad matches there, is the world title match was the one that let it down. So there you go. Ah, oh, interesting. Hmm. So,
3: I was still watching at this point as well, so I do have memories of, of this event. And, oh, just mess with the mic. I do have memories of this event and uh, and the output of it, but,
0: uh, but there we are. now. Um, uh, I want to see something. Uh, oh, dear a message to my good friend Donald Trump. Oh dear. And that is uh, I've invested seven million dollars into your cause. So you'd better consider my wife Linda McMahon to be in your parliamentary team.
3: They, they don't have a plan. Let's put a
0: McMahon in the White House. Damn
3: 2020, it. 2020, you never know.
0: Then the McMahon vice
3: president. Anyway, let's put Vince back in his box. Okay. Uh, I should point out as well that uh, the, the bell was paused while Joey was uh, was doing his section, so uh, it will carry on and, until we get to Shut that, up but, and
1: stop moaning. Yeah. you get an extra few money.
3: Yeah, indeed. So uh, the the hour only counts as, as far as the studio. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll go from there. Damn it! Damn it! Uh, so Survivor Series two thousand and eight. Now this is from the era that I had stopped watching. Oh yes, this is so, why I gave you this. One. Yeah, so well, I can't um, remember this one at all, and I no. watched it live. I think. So. Yeah, well, I, I, I didn't. But uh, we're back to the five on <laughs> five, um, five. Teams of five,
1: five striving to survive. To survive.
3: Yep. And we had uh, six matches on this card, plus uh, a a dark match with the Brian Kendrick against Kung Fu Naki. Wow. Uh, Yeah.
1: Wow. Cruiserweight's not being treated right back in 2008. Surprise. Surprise. So the the, the
3: show actually opened with quite a solid uh, brace of teams. So we had Team HBK against Team JBL. So HBK's team was obviously Shawn Michaels, Rey Mysterio, Crime Time, and The Great Carly.
1: What?
3: Yeah. Uh, then, <laughs> JBL's team that was... That is mental. Yeah. It, it, it somehow, I was a bit
1: like, what, at crime time? But when yeah. you then put the... I can see that, but the great Carly. Yep. Oh, he must have really fitted in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next... Uh,
3: JBL's team, uh, JBL, obviously, Kane, uh, MVP... John Morrison and the Miz. Now the storyline going into this as well. John Morrison is emulating HBK, dressing like him, acting like him, doing all his moves and everything. So, so that was a, a storyline going into it.
1: Right, JBL's team are far superior. Yeah, far uh, far superior. As it turns out, that wasn't the case no, because Team John HBK Michaels won. won the match. I'm yeah, Did yeah. He, was he the main important yeah. person in the match? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, uh,
3: to to an extent, anyway. So, uh, JTG was eliminated by MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was after a minute 40. MVP was eliminated by the great Carly, which 13 seconds later which was a massive chop to the head. Then someone went for great Carly's knees. Uh, probably
1: <laughs> is he the next eliminated no he oh. wasn't actually
3: the uh, next eliminated was Kane a couple of minutes later eliminated by Rey Mysterio after all all things but uh, he did a big splash off the top rope and he was actually elevated by the great Carly Okay. and then did the massive splash Kane was eliminated from that then Shad was eliminated by The Miz with a reality check The Miz was then el- eliminated by Rey Mysterio with a 619 and a frog splash uh, JBL was eliminated then uh, he was counted out yeah. um, now that was quite interesting because he's having a bit of a feud and a scrap with HBK outside yeah. HBK uh, sort of goes to do a switch in music JBL sort of flinches away oh and then he roll in the ring and then HBK rolls in the yeah. ring on nine count JBL's counted out and, yeah. and he's gone so uh, that, that was uh, an interesting twist. And then finally, John Morrison was eliminated by Shawn Michaels with a switch in music. Again, uh, th- this was uh, 20 seconds odd later after J.P. Um, was eliminated. So
1: oh, so Great Collie actually doesn't get eliminated? No. Jeez. Yeah, so uh, the,
3: basically what happened was JBL was counted Why? out. So HBK is sort of lamenting at JBL yeah. and going, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, John Morrison is queuing up a switcher music behind him. Yeah, Shawn Michaels ducks out of it, hits his own switcher music, pinfall victory. Right. So the win is the odd team, Shawn Michaels, Rey Mysterio and the Great Carly. Unbelievable. It, it doesn't work, does it? No. I, I don't get that it. That is dreadful. All things considered, though... Uh, I don't how think how long was that match it was 18 minutes really? but uh, I would rate it a high 2 wow well, yeah I mean it doesn't matter how good the match is the teams are just mental yes just a bit it Ooh. gets better mm. the next match uh, was Raw Smackdown a women's uh, elimination match so oh, I feel sick yeah oh. So we had Go on Team Raw Team Raw Beth Phoenix the glanzo, good wrestler, yeah. with uh Santina Marella yeah okay Who's was just kept nibbling her uh yeah. her biceps, which is really weird but excellent at the same time Mickey James isn't Beth
1: Phoenix um married to Edge now I think
3: uh entirely possible so. I don't know Mickey James good Mickey wrestler James. Okay, not Kelly, Kelly Kelly not such a good wrestler but nope. you know nice to look at Candice Michelle can't remember who she is uh she's like a subpar um Oh um she's not very good no subpar Victoria I okay. would say uh, and then Julian Hall who at oh. this time had the gimmick of the bad singer oh so she didn't have the big growth on the face no this was the, the so sicking. there's two decent wrestlers yeah okay. then Team Smackdown was Michelle McCool yeah uh, Victoria yeah Maria do you remember Maria no oh god no she's rubbish at. yeah uh, Marise who's yeah. actually quite good yeah and uh, Natalia, who was uh, in this the the mad, the mad woman uh, phase of, of the career, so uh, yeah, uh, How this match nine gone? minutes thirty nine seconds, wow. and uh, what happened was so Victoria was eliminated by Kelly Kelly of all people, Kelly Kelly was eliminated almost immediately later by Maurice. Yeah. Um, Michelle McCall was eliminated by Mickey James. Mickey James mercy. by Maurice. So Maurice was getting a solid push at this point. Natalia was eliminated by Candice Michelle after a spear. Um, I guess my pen. Uh, Gillian Hall was eliminated by Maria. Maria was eliminated by Candice Michelle. Candice Michelle was eliminated by Maurice. and then sure. Maurice was eliminated by Beth Phoenix. There
1: you go.
3: And I have nothing good to say about this match. It was total Bella. Excellent. Keep okay, going. It really, really was. Just that match It then. really wasn't. Maurice, no Um uh, Maurice was was solid though. I mean, yep. she had some good offense in that match. It was. Uh, she did. There was this one kick that she did to the back of uh, someone's head, and it was it was actually really well telegraphed. Okay. But there we go. Uh, next well, up was it. yeah. Next up was a casket match: The Undertaker against Big Show, which uh, was okay. The Undertaker versus Big Show. So who yep. won that? Uh, that was the Undertaker. Okay. Now, uh, for Is that the most for a part, title already. Uh, no, it's just uh, just yeah, just uh, having a bit of a, a feud. So uh, the the Big Show managed to get the taker into the casket. Yeah. He refused to go near it to actually close the lid. He was telling the referees <laughs> to do it, and they said, "No, you've got to come and do it." So well, that's it's, a different
1: rule to other times, isn't yeah. it? Because the referees have closed it. before. Yeah.
3: So uh, he refused to do it, and the referees go, "No, you have to come and do it." And he's like, "I don't want to do it." So by the time they they convinced him to do so, the taker got yeah, yeah. out and got a leg out, and yeah. uh, they carried on. So the uh, Big Show then quote unquote destroyed the casket. Right. And by by destroyed, I mean he tipped it over.
1: Right.
3: Okay. So he didn't really destroy it at all. Uh, then they sort of uh, some of the Undertaker's uh, acolytes, another, yeah, druids yeah. came out and uh, brought out another casket. Brilliant. And They had a bit of a fight on the uh, the the platform, and they, I think it was Big Show, stood the casket up so it was upright. So it was uh, you yeah. know like uh, uh, horizontal, uh, vertical. Sorry, not yeah, yeah. horizontal. And uh, so then they're having a bit of a scrap and it looks like Big Show's about to fall off the uh, the stage and, and down into the pit and yeah. sort of wobbling on the edge. And then Taker flips him around, throws him into the casket, the casket falls over with the Big Show, the lid closes, end of the match. Right. So the whole, I have no
1: recollection of that feud
3: whatsoever. No, uh, the whole closing of the casket thing didn't apply because Taker didn't actually close <laughs> no. the lid
1: but so, who cares it you know. uh, doesn't matter right let's keep going uh,
3: so next up was another 5 on 5 match Team Orton against Team Batista ok so we had on Team Orton Randy Orton good solid yeah. talent Shelton Benjamin yeah, ain't not stopping use, me, yeah. no stopping me no he was the uh, United States champion I think uh, okay. going into this match was this a heel team or a face uh, team heel team yeah heel team yeah. William Regal who was the Intercontinental Champion ok Cody Rhodes who was having a bit of a feud himself with Randy Orton and and Mark Henry.
0: Mm.
3: Uh, And then in their corner was Leila, Manu and Tony Atlas, of all people. Um, Why was Tony Atlas there? He was there with uh, Mark Henry. Oh, right. Okay. Yes, he did manage it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then Team Batista was Batista, obviously. CM Punk.
1: Was this Mark Henry from ECW days? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. CM Punk. Kofi Kingston, Jamaican Kofi Kingston, yeah. Matt Hardy and R Truth. Now going into this, this match as well.
1: Horrendous. Yeah,
3: um, it wasn't great. Sixteen minutes uh, for that match. Uh, William Regal was eliminated after eleven seconds with a go to sleep. By yeah. CM Punk. So it was almost not him worth well, yeah. Um ne- uh, Next elimination was seven and a half minutes. Uh, R Truth was eliminated by Benjamin. Kofi Kingston was eliminated by Randy Orton. CM Punk was eliminated by Cody Rhodes uh then uh, Matt Hardy was eliminated by Mark Henry so that left uh Batista taking on uh everybody else okay uh pretty much apart from William Regal and uh so in the space of so Matt Hardy was eliminated by Mark Henry 10 seconds later Henry's eliminated by Batista after a spear 30 seconds later Shelton Benjamin's eliminated from a Batista bomb and then uh basically what happens is, Cody Rhodes gets the Batista bomb. He's uh, blind-tagged by Randy Orton, so Batista goes for the pinfall. Uh, it can't be counted because he's not the legal man. Oh, okay,
0: yeah.
3: And Archeo on uh, Batista and Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes are the
1: survivors.
0: There you go. Uh,
3: that was... Mm. A high two again okay I don't think it was this pay-per-view sounds,
1: just yeah. sounds dreadful I think I watched this live and I can't remember any of it no it's, like, it's not great
3: next up was the uh, the WWE Championship match so this was supposed to be Jeff Hardy Triple H Vladimir Kozlov right this was uh, Kozlov's first pay-per-view I have no knowledge of him whatsoever <laughs> uh, so going into this match all I all I had to go on was a promo he did before the
1: match and uh, well, his actual performance well will put you in a, a short story with me basically was the uh, version of Rusev we have now right. uh, yeah. indestructible Russian um, Kozlov crush yeah. Kozlov um, machka indestructible Russian and um, he was being pushed 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 to the point where I think they were always looking at Hulk Hogan Kozlov feud at some point and mm. um, and then he, possibly this match, possibly later on, he lost a big state match to so like Cena. Oh, he might have been Cena actually. You yep. know, the undefeatable Kozlov taking on Cena. John Cena. Uh, um, and then he quickly got relegated to comic scenes where he teamed up with Santino Marella uh, and they did like a Rocky slash um, Dolph Lundrum thing. Um, right. and, and he just disappeared. Never anything useful
3: again. So, yeah, um, so initially. Um, this was supposed to be Jeff Hardy in the match. What happened was that uh, he was uh, reported as having been attacked oh, right. in his hotel room. Um, uh, and it was re- supposedly reported on TMZ and MTV and all yeah. this. It wasn't. It was mentioned on WWE.com. Well. That was it. But for storyline purposes, it was all over the yeah. media. Um, all over, the, all uh, over the media. Yeah. And so the match started with Triple H and uh, Vladimir Kozlov just having a one on one match for the WWE title. Then at the end. This is where things get really weird. So uh, Vicky Guerrero comes out and goes. Who is champion going in? Uh, Triple H. Right. So uh, Vicky Guerrero comes out towards the end of the match and says, "He's here. He's actually here." Edge's music hits, and Edge joins in the match. Then Jeff Hardy comes out, uh, grabs a chair, swings at uh, Edge. I think uh, misses, misses hits Triple H, and uh, and then Edge gets the victory. What, yeah, it, it didn't make any sense, ah. but I think that what the, the point of this was it's setting up a few. We need with... to get the
1: title off Triple H for some yep. reason. When was this? What year 2008. 2008. So, this is the year I watched WrestleMania 24, so WrestleMania 25, where we ran the autumn Triple A. I have no idea why they did that. What a strange no. storyline, yeah. What an odd,
3: yeah. The the storyline just didn't work, and then the ending didn't work as well, but um, yeah. I... Right, and uh, the, what's the, the, the Raw main event that's got to save this one? So, the uh, going into this was Chris Jericho is the World Heavyweight Champion against John Cena. Oh. You, know, you can already guess the outcome of this. John Cena wins. Yep. John Cena wins. Uh, wins the World, world Title. But the, the, the match itself between Cena and Jericho was actually quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it had a decent back and forth, and uh, Jericho was doing all of his classic heel stuff. I don't think the audience had fully turned on John Cena at this point, no. though they were well on their way. Um,
0: uh, it they would weren't booing. Yeah,
3: let anyway. me
1: think. Too far. Oh, I don't know. They, yeah, they, they probably did turn about a year ago when he took on Kurt Angle, but it wasn't like the horrendous John no, Cena no. booing at this point. No, yeah. it's, it's not the,
3: John Cena sucks. Because at this
1: point, he was only two years or so into his massive run, of yeah. his world title run, so um, it hadn't become Super Cena all the time at this point. Yeah. No. But, uh, but yeah, so all things considered, uh, those last
3: two matches, I mean, the... the, the what WWE Championship match, I would give a one turnbuckle rating, oh, dear me. including the yeah. ending as well. I just, that didn't make any sense. And then the scene of Jericho, um, a high two. Yeah. Uh, so
1: overall, the event is a two-turnbuckle. It just and that's been generous. bad. Like, yeah. the, the fact wasn't that Great Carly is winning a match um, at this point is just godforsaken awful. I just can't believe, I don't know what the buy rate was for it. Oh! I don't know what the buy rate does it tell you what the buy rate was for this or anything like that. Uh it might do. Jeez, it just sounds terrible. Because they nearly act Survivor series so one time, so not not enough people were watching it and it's just like, well, yeah. do you wonder why? I mean the attendance is twelve thousand. Yep. Yeah. Uh let's scroll down. Doobie dooby doo
3: aftermath no reception. Uh three hundred and nineteen thousand pay per view buys, down from three hundred and forty one thousand the previous year. Which contributed to a decline of four million dollars in pay per view revenue for WWE in the fourth quarter of two thousand eight. Well, they didn't deserve it, did they? With that, no, you know I mean? no it was uh, poor. It was, it wasn't great. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, I mean, when the network is fully updated with Raw and SmackDown from the era that I missed, then I will pick it up again oh, and I'll watch through it. But I'm not going to go out my way for it. I'm not. I'm not desperate to uh,
1: to catch up. But uh, I will watch it just for the sake. So, of... There, there you go. So that is some Survivor Seeds reviewed. So eighty seven, pretty decent for the first one. Yep. Um 1997, sorry, was pretty decent, as old man Joey said. Well, the main bits were decent, yes. the main matches. Actually, I'm lying, there was about three matches that were decent. Um, the Survivor Series matches weren't that good. 90, uh, 2003 yep. was decent, um, and then your one wasn't that great. No, I mean, it was... What is interesting here is that we've reviewed a couple of Survivor Series here, and not really any of them <laughs> have been up to much, to be honest. No,
3: no. I mean... um, which,
1: when you look back, do you? I don't know, I mean, my... The best match I I've seen, if I think about all the Survivor Series I've watched, you've got the ones that stick in my mind is the tag team match that starts the second annual nineteen eighty eight yes. Survivor Series. Um, I look back and I think um, that the Survivor Series. Let me get this right, mad. The uh, the WCW um, Invasion end. Yep. When it was, I think that was 90, uh, that 2001. 2001. Yep. That was pretty decent when it was Team WWE versus Team Alliance. Um, 2003, you had the Bischoff Austin match, which was pretty decent. Yep. Um, 1998 stands out for me as well because that was the Deadly Games. Oh, the Deadly Games. That was so, a different format. Yeah, But, yeah, that but was uh,
3: just the uh, the fact that you had Face Rock going mm. into all of that and then he had the heel turn yeah, by the end. Yeah,
1: so I think. Interesting, I don't know because they just yeah. seem to be hit and miss, yeah, very yeah. hit and miss, yeah. Uh, which brings us on to this year's Survivor Series, Indeed. which is going to be very hit and miss itself, yeah. And um, we'll be covering that in next week's episode, yes. So, um,
3: shall we also add the Survivor Series 91 to that show yes, as well? Yes, we'll do the Hogan, yes. um, Hogan Taker, take which right. I don't think I've watched since 91, since 91, possibly not, but with the network now, I can watch the uh, Tuesday in Texas as well, which mm. I've never seen, so that's uh, good. I'm going to combine the two together better uh, than Survivor soon ninety one. Yeah, but uh, yes I'm going to watch both of those and uh, do them in sync but uh, yeah we'll we'll cover both of those on next week's episode Uh, is there anything you would like to say before I go into the final spiel Um, no okay so uh, thank you for listening if you want to get in touch drop us an email randomstote at gmail.com you can also find us on (coughs) That's Twitter, at Ironman Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Deezer, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and wherever podcasts are available. Please leave us a review wherever you find us. That would be very much appreciated. And uh, you can also uh, download the episodes direct and get show notes from randomstoke.com forward slash Iron Man podcast. That is everything I have. Uh, Next week we'll be looking at Survivor Series 2016, NXT Toronto, and Survivor Series 1991 as the main event jobber.
1: Excellent. That Unfortunately, covers. that means I'm gonna to have to say Nakamura's name a lot. Yes, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I haven't spoke about him in a while. No, so. but you
3: said Nakamura, though. He so did. There you right. go. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Just call him Nakamura. We'll, we'll know who you're talking about. Yep. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now.